Hey, it's Tuesday. You know what that means. It's 10 Minute Tuesdays, right, Susie? Yep. We're back. Let's talk about what's going on. Are smart retailing? What are retailers talking about? Dealing with? After after the big Christmas and Hanukkah holiday. <sighs> yeah. Seems a little quiet this morning here, though. I know. It does feel quiet. I think everyone's still in the the post-Christmas haze. We're all relaxing, decompressing. It's hard to tell, too. Sometimes we're quiet because uh, bicycle retailers are so busy they don't have time to call us. And sometimes it's because they're quiet, too, taking a break. Mm -hmm. I wonder which it is today. Yeah, not sure just yet. (laughs) Well, look, last week we talked a lot about, and we have been a lot recently, talking about content and how important good content is uh, for your marketing and merchandising efforts. And we've got a couple of questions because we didn't really talk last week about the catalog. And that certainly is content. So I wanted to back up a bit and say it is important, but uh, because of the way smart detailing works with the catalog that's mapped to most POS, most retailers' POS systems, a lot of that activity happens on its own. So we're looking at POS data. We're doing our best uh, uh, systematically to represent what's in the store on the website. Um, And so you don't really do a lot with that, but merchandising is still important. And we talked about that a lot in a couple other episodes. So Rather than rehash that, I'll link to a couple of those other episodes uh, of the longer up next episodes we did on homepage merchandising uh, and, in, and in the shorter ones that we've talked about it so people can review that. But catalog's important, good question, uh, but it isn't uh, as much on your shoulders as a retailer to handle because systematically smart detailing websites are doing a lot of that work for you. Yeah, absolutely. And if you you notice maybe a brand isn't updated or... Or maybe maybe we need to double check, you know, supplier sync settings. Just yeah. reach out. We're happy to happy to give you a hand. Yeah, there's always tweaks. There's always something that could be managed and and looked at differently. Uh, but thankfully, it's just a lot of that work happens because of our systems. Yeah, exactly. What next? Well, I mean, while we're so close to the new year, I don't know why this is relevant to the new year, but that's just where my head went. Just, just looking for a seamless transition that I don't have. <laughs> We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like, you know, SEO just keeps coming up as a hot yeah. topic. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, you've got some questions about meta descriptions on pages. Yeah, that comes up a fair amount. Meta descriptions and meta keywords. Meta key and, and metadata. Um, I'm sure people are familiar with this, but first of all, SEO, search engine optimization, is a huge buzzword. Uh, there is frankly a lot of snake oil uh, salesmen going around <laughs> going around with yeah. SEO. Because it's it's a tough topic to get your head around. The good news today about SEO versus what it was five or 10 years ago is it's a lot less about uh, magic or mumbo jumbo or being shifty behind the scenes and a lot more about having just good, usable, interesting content on your website. If people find your website interesting, search engines will see their behavior when they engage with it. They will know it's an interesting and useful page. They will reward you for that. Meta descriptions, though, meta is in the background, and that is useful. A meta description is what really tells a search engine a little bit about the page. They don't necessarily, it doesn't appear that they really use them for ranking per se these days, but it is important that a search engine knows the topic of the page, and that meta description is really where you do that. Um, So ranking, not so much. But their purpose is for a page to be understood by a search engine and by the person because that meta description is the little snippet that you'll see in the search result. So you Google something, 
the organic result and organic and SEO kind of the same thing. So organic results are, you're not paying for it. You're just doing a good job to win those searches. Um, that little snippet that Google will display is your meta description. So how you write that meta description is write it for a person. Um, and it's gotta be relatively short. Most search engines are not going to digest more than 160 or so characters. We, I think we top ours out at 200, uh, characters. So if you try and do more than that, it's not going to let you do that. Um, but it should be something that's explains the page, uh, succinctly don't, pack in a bunch of words thinking that's going to help. You don't need to put the word bike in there 14 times. It, it gets it. Search engines get it. And, and people don't want to read that. And if a person's not going to read it, the search engine's not going to reward it. So something like, uh, and I'll replace the name of the store with a uh, store. So this store is a bike shop, proudly serves a vibrant city, our city, um, in the community. Uh, visit us for bikes, gear, pedaling, inspiration, fantastic coffee, enthusiastic community, and more. So that tells you about this homepage, which represents this business, I think, pretty well. Each page should have a description like that. In our system, you find that in the page settings under the meta tab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those and those descriptions should be unique per page. Sure, yeah, because the pages are different, right? Yeah. I mean, if you, I guess if you have 12 pages that are exactly the same, that's a different problem. But <laughs> those descriptions, and it, people will say, well, it takes too long to do it. it it's basically a little bit longer than a tweet. You right. can do it. And, and if you need help, let us know. We'll help. And then those meta keywords, I, I really don't, I'm pretty sure no search engines bothering with those words at all. Um, put them in if you want, but uh, they don't really do a whole lot. But that meta description is important because people see that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, SEO has kind of evolved a lot over time. Now it's very um, intent based. Yeah. Um, very kind of like focused on your, your credibility as a business and like how you're serving your customers. Um, so yeah, I think that there was a day when that keyword stuffing helped and get, but we've no. moved past that. We have, and it'll actually hurt if you, if you try yes. and get shifty. And, and I'm not saying that there, there aren't good SEO practices because there certainly are. And there's certainly, certainly maybe you want to delegate some of that work somewhere else. And that's why we have something like our marketing program. Um, but it's just not, at least 80% of it is not as complicated as some folks want to make it. Make good content that your customers care about. If nobody cares about it, don't put it on your website. Um, and then revisit it from time to time and make sure it's still relevant and that those pages are getting traffic. And if they're not, update it. Update that description, update the copy on the page, update the subject matter of the page, make it more relevant. That's the path to uh, getting the most bang for the buck out of SEO. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Just main, maintenance and maintaining your website um, is good SEO as well. Absolutely, cool. cool. Well, we've mentioned that we are we are in the the lull. I don't know what you want to call it in life. The lull in life between uh, Christmas and Hanukkah and New Year's. So I think just maybe just a quick little reminder about you know homepage and holiday content. Go in and double check. Make sure your your web your homepage looks the way you expect it to look, and mm-hmm. um, you've got start those start and end dates are accurate for content that's going to deactivate or activate over these over this kind of funny period. So yeah, just a quick little check in. Make sure everything looks okay. Reach out. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Making sure there's a there's a start date somewhere near the end of that chain, so something's there. You know, I mentioned that because I I can probably count on one hand in the 11 years I've been around here that I've set up a bunch of those dates and gotten it right the first time. So <laughs> check your math. <laughs> it's just, 
it's a lot. Same, same with discounts. You know, I've set up hundreds and hundreds of discount codes, probably gotten it right the first time a dozen times. So it's just good to go back and check your mail. I think that's a good reminder. Yeah. And I think we mentioned last week too, like if you just want a second set of eyes, just to make sure they're like, Hey, this is, does this look right? Like just reach out. We're happy to have it, give it a once over. Yep. Yeah. And then you had some, you were talking earlier about some trends you were noticing. You kind of did some checking on the post Christmas retail world. What, what were you finding that might be helpful? Yeah, I think everyone is, and everyone, you know, everyone's doing it. Um, a lot of major retailers and in, like leaders in industry, outdoor, um, promoting sales, discounted, you know, maybe last year's model year gear. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm getting a lot of emails, you know, major websites. That's the, that's kind of the hero, um, graphic on their homepage right at the top showing some some offers so so if if that matches your business and you uh want to set a sale up or need help with it obviously we're here for that there's library content that can help with that as well but you know i think the other thing holds if um if you happen to have the right inventory mix if you're not particularly worried about a pile of inventory stuff in the back that needs to get sold too if if you just have some pricing power don't feel the pressure to succumb to national brand sales. Just know that that's what consumers are seeing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I think that's a great point. Um, but yeah, otherwise, just make sure you're you're seasonally relevant. You know, if you've got things you don't need a discount, just make sure you're getting the right products in front of your customers. Maybe it's you know trainers, winter gear. If you're in the you know in the right place, some places it's people are riding outside, and that's fantastic. But yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. I think that's know your world and uh, where you've got pricing power, hold your ground. Uh, the values there don't feel like you need to discount just because others do. But if it's time to move some inventory, uh, don't wait. Get on it. Get that merchandised on the website. and Because uh, merchandising, number one, is important. If as you begin to merchandise, you feel like you need to do something extra to make certain categories move, do that. And if you need help with it, let us know. We'll help you get those sale category blocks set up or get library content imported. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty good. Good I Tuesday. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, Mark. Thank you. Same to you, Susie. Tell Watts. You, I'll tell Watts. Uh, he's at daycare today playing uh, like all the, lug, all the luxury puppies do. Well, I'm in a house with five dogs, so... Ooh. Every day is doggy daycare here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you yeah, have fun with that. I'll see you next Tuesday. We'll see you then.